0: Oh my God, she's back. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I literally forgot about my podcast. And (laughs) and I'm back. And it feels really freaking good. Um, Wow. You know, this is going to be kind of all over the place because I am not going to make podcasting a chore <clears throat> for me, for myself anymore. That's why I neglected it for over a year. And, um, I want this to just be something fun that I get to do for myself. And really what got me thinking about my podcast and bringing it back is that I was on my friend's podcast. Um, his name's John and he has a podcast all about music. You should follow him at Needle Nose Records. But he had me on his podcast and we talked about music. And it just reminded me that I love talking. I love sharing. And at one point I had my own podcast and my own platform to talk and share. And um, then I, you know, the other day was listening to One of my podcast episodes where I, this was like early 2021 and I was talking about gratitude for the year 2020 and I really was honestly like proud of myself because from, you know, a very removed perspective and by removed, I mean removed as in I haven't even thought about my podcast in about a year from that kind of, um, perspective, I really realized, holy shit, I had some really insightful things to say and to share. And I was just really proud of myself. Like it was kind of like a proud mom moment. (laughs) And, um, it really made me realize, um, how much I actually enjoyed doing this and sharing and, and just being, you know, continuing the transparency. And, um, I think Another thing that kind of inspired me to come back is really just trying to shift away from Instagram. Um, I know for those of you who follow me, you know that it has been a major love-hate relationship. So many people follow me and enjoy my content and look forward to my content and engage with it. And on the other hand, it feels like I work for Instagram in a lot of ways because um, the reality is like I don't get a lot of my bookings from Instagram. A lot of people find me on my website, find me through Google, find me through Yelp. And so, you know, I have a lot of longtime followers on Instagram that are there in support of me, but it's just like the way Instagram hides my work, the way the algorithm constantly changes. It's kind of just like, a an uphill battle that I don't feel like climbing anymore. And so I'm really trying to take control of my content and my audience and bring you guys to me. You know, not through Instagram, bring you to my website, bring you to my blog, and now bring you to my podcast again. So if you're here and you're listening, how the hell have you been? I hope you have been really well. I personally have been on a insane roller coaster for the last year. Uh, I think my last episode I recorded in February of 2021 and then it was just like, see ya. So uh, my life is really different in a lot of ways. My life is really the same in a lot of ways. I, you know, when I was recording that gratitude episode uh, podcast episode about talking about what I was thankful for, what I was looking forward to in 2021, I like did not even have an idea, any idea of what my 2021 would actually look like. And in many ways, it was so awesome and so good. And um it's also kind of crazy to look back and realize that like, you know, I had so much hope that things would look a lot different in terms of the pandemic and all of that. And it hasn't really changed much. So it's very interesting to to just kind of like look back and, and compare and contrast at like what my hopes were, what I thought things would be like, and to see the ways in which those hopes and dreams did come true and the ways, you know, that a lot of things haven't changed. And so, yeah, if you're here listening and along for the ride, And if you've been a ride or die and you've been in my corner, you know, for the last year plus, I am so thankful for you. Um, Like I said, this episode's not going to really have any sort of direction. There's no theme. It's kind of just a catch up and a chance for me to just talk about things that I'm excited about, things that I'm frustrated about, things that have been weighing on me because this is my space. Like this is my podcast and I get to dictate how I do things. And I'm just honestly showing up to this episode with a lot of excitement. Um, So yeah, here we go. You know, last year, I think one of the highlights was moving into my studio and it's something that I haven't talked about Um, a lot. But before I moved into it, I experienced so much anxiety, like crippling anxiety. I hadn't felt that type of anxiety for a very long time. Um, And it was crazy because the way, you know, I had been thinking about moving into a studio and kind of manifesting it and picturing it and talking about it and just kind of like, you know, on my drives to get coffee every day would just look at the places for rent, would reach out, would ask questions. I would ask questions, um, you know, to my friends who have their own retail spaces and just really was kind of trying to gain a full understanding of of how, how real the possibility was for me to even move into a space. And the space that I'm in came became available um, rather quickly. And <laughs> because, you know, of the the way that things have been going in terms of renting and buying properties i don't know about elsewhere but in southern california specifically i had to act really quickly because things were flying like just becoming unavailable really really quickly and i remember coming into the space and the person who was in it before was using it kind of like a storage unit so i couldn't even walk the whole space I couldn't even bring my camera and like test the light. I just kind of like had to look at it and make a decision. (laughs) And I did, I made the decision and I'll never forget. Like I felt like I was jumping off a cliff (laughs) into the unknown. And I was terrified because this was such an overhead, such a, a big overhead expense that I hadn't had before as a business owner. And I knew that it was the right step, you know, like I know that you don't need to have, I've always been a huge supporter of like, you don't need to have a studio to be a legit photographer. I've shot out of my home for the last several years and I enjoyed it, but I knew that in order to grow as an artist and to offer more to my community, which is ultimately what I am passionate about, um, I knew I needed a space. And so I took the leap of faith. I jumped off the cliff and I think what aided my anxiety mostly was that I couldn't move into the space right away. I had to wait like a few months. So it wasn't even for, you know, for a, for a whole month, I couldn't even get into the space to actually take photos of it empty. And I think that's what stirred a lot of anxiety because I wanted to share it, share it with all of you. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to get everyone excited because as you know, as the small business owners know, making any sort of big change in your business that could affect your you know, clients that are on the books for months to come, it's scary. I was terrified that, that the people that were on my books that were going to be shot in the new studio, I was, I was so scared that they were going to cancel or just not be supportive. Um, and it's amazing how even when you have the most supportive community those self-doubt thoughts creep in. And I was feeling that big time, but I was so thankful because every single person was like super supportive. And I only had one client who really was like, I really want to shoot in your current space. Like, that's why I booked you. And it just, everything aligned, everything worked out as it always does. Everything aligned. I had, you know, I literally worked into, in my home studio up until the 1st of July. And then And then it was go time, and I moved in over the summer, and it has been incredible. Um, I am in the most sought-after neighborhood in Oceanside. For those of you who don't live here, it is um, the best neighborhood in Oceanside, South Oceanside. It is the cutest little community of small businesses. This is where my business dreams were founded and grew. When I first moved to California and I didn't know anybody, I was across the street getting coffee every single day, sitting at the coffee shop, editing, planning, manifesting, dreaming, thinking about what the future of my brand and business would be in California. And so it's just so fitting that my studio is across the street from where those early you know, dreams and hopes were imagined and born. So it feels very right, it feels, I knew that it was where I was supposed to be and I'm so, every day I walk into my studio, I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude and happiness and um, you know, just inspiration. I'm inspired, I wanna do as much as possible with this space. And uh, so, but you know, it is still (laughs) a huge expense. And running a business in California is a very, 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 very expensive thing to do, and um, yeah. So it's it has not been. I've now I've now officially you know I've said this before. I've been growing and running a business during truly unprecedented times, longer than I have not <laughs> since living in California. And I think what a lot of people don't understand that, you know, don't own businesses or don't, um, you know, maybe they, they are hobbyists or they own small businesses, but they haven't like taken the full leap into like fully doing and running a business the right way, which when I say that, I mean, you know, becoming a licensed business, um, you know, like paying taxes, um, you know, um, documenting your income, writing off expenses, all of the things, hiring an accountant, um, you know, bookkeeping, all of it. It is, in general, a labor of love for every business owner I know, especially photographers, because, you know, as photographers, we're artists, we're creatives, we wanna just make art and we wanna make beautiful photos and we wanna offer an, an amazing experience for our clients. And I know for myself, you know, speaking for myself, the last thing I want to be doing is crunching numbers and dealing with the IRS and paying my taxes and all that. But it's it comes with the territory. If you want to grow and level up your business, you need to hire other people to do those things for you. You need to become an LLC because you're paying so much more in taxes to not be an LLC. Um, and it's just it's the truth it is the truth. And I'm not here to give unsolicited business advice, but what I want to share is, is that I don't think a lot of people really understand like how expensive it is to run a business and to maintain a business and to grow it sustainably in a way that supports, you know, myself. And that's one thing that I was very fortunate to be able to do when I moved here, you know, being married and having, um, a husband that worked and had stable income I was able to be a little bit more flexible with the way that I grew my business and really started it on the right foot with charging what I was worth, charging what I value myself at and really sticking to that and not having to lessen, you know, the experience or the cost of it in order to like grow it faster. I was able to really sustainably and like, slowly grow, which is what I wanted because I never wanted to attract any other kind of client other than what the client that is really attached to me and my why and all of that. So, um, but yeah, it's expensive to own a business in California. And so having a studio adds to that overhead expense, which ultimately adds to the stress of just, you know, not only being able to provide for myself and my family, but to literally keep the lights on at my studio to keep paying rent ultimately. So what I'm trying to say is that I'm just so thankful for all of the people that have supported me since I've moved into my new studio, all of the bookings that I've had, all of the people that have blown me away with just how invested they were in themselves and the experience. and how I'm just proud of myself for making a big scary move and and, you know, dealing with um, truly just wild things that are out of our control. Everything that we've been navigating um, is just wild. <laughs> like, you know, first the pandemic, shutdowns, not being able to work, then you had we had to navigate the influx of new bookings because of the shutdown. So then being overly busy and then to having to navigate the slower times. And, um, you know, this year I experienced my first truly slow season since being in California. Um, this is the slow season for most small businesses is post-holiday, you know, people don't want to spend money. And then, um, you know, on top of that, tack on inflation and rising gas prices and a war that's happening in Ukraine. Um, Lots of just wild, wild things that I never really imagined living through, not to mention like back to back. So go us, all of us small businesses that are, you know, freaking making it happen in these unprecedented times. It is, it is, uh, definitely a labor of love and it's one that, um, is for sure hard. (laughs) And, uh, I've definitely cried a lot. I've had a lot of, um, panic attacks and, uh, most recently, you know, just like going through this slow season, trying to, uh, navigate and kind of get creative with how to make income. But I definitely, you know, full transparency up until like two weeks ago, I was kind of considering seriously a part time job because um, I mean, it's just been it's been very, very slow. I'm thankful that I have had bookings and have been working, but I'm not nearly as busy as I need to be or would like to be. Um, But I think one thing that I really admire about myself and one thing that I really love about myself is that even when I feel scared and anxious and, um, like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, I don't stay stuck. I actually just take action. And so for the first time ever, since moving to California and opening up shop here for the first time ever, I offered mini sessions. I've never offered mini sessions Um, And that's part of like my, you know, I've never wanted to offer mini sessions because I believe in the full experience that I offer and I don't want to diminish the value behind that. And so I decided, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to offer Mother's Day mini sessions. And they were so popular. Like I was like, you know, considering doing this. And then even when I decided to do it, I really thought to myself, there's no way like they're all going to sell out. I'll probably, even if I just, you know, sell like two or three of them, like that'll be good enough for me in 24 hours, seven of the spots, seven of the eight spots were taken. Um, and then just today, the eighth spot was taken. So that's 48 hours after they dropped. I didn't even really, I posted the one remaining spot to my Instagram story, but like that was all for my email list. So (laughs) Thank you to every single person who jumped on that opportunity. You honestly renewed my faith and kind of um, gave me some confidence that uh, there, there is a time and a place for many sessions. And, you know, I'm very, I'm very excited about them and very excited to offer them and very excited to spend the day in my studio with some badass moms and their babes. Um, I'm very passionate about just working with those who identify as women. Um, And so I'm just, I don't know if that made sense. Women identifying humans. (laughs) Sorry. Sometimes when you're saying things out loud, it just sounds very weird. And then you can't go back because you're recording. Um, But all that to say, I'm very passionate about working with humans who um, are female identifying. And I, you know, I think what inspired these mini sessions outside of just kind of trying to get creative with how I could get more people in my studio. uh, You know, I'd spent the last week with my mom and my sister and um, with Mother's Day in the next few months, I was thinking about how I just didn't, you know, my sister and I don't have any intimate photos of like us and our mom together, you know, I don't think that was very popular in the nineties. A lot of times you see very like posed, uh, family photos where everybody's dressed the same and everybody's, you know, it's very like, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, I so wish that we had like beautiful, intimate, candid photos together because that's so special, you know, like it's even, even, um, just photos in general of you and your, and your babes. It's so important, but I really especially love those really, really candid raw moments. And that's kind of what inspired offering this. Like, I want to give that to people. So I'm very, very stoked about it. So thankful that they sold out considering offering another day. Still not sure whether I'll do that or not, but, um, yeah, running a business, man. It is Fucking wild. (laughs) And uh that's just all you know, I wanted to also add that if you're listening and you're a photographer, my studio is for rent. So if you want to use the space for mini sessions or for um if you want to do like a branding day for yourself, like I'm encouraging all creatives to rent my space, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a an influencer and you need a cute space to create content or if you're doing an interview, this space is really, really amazing. It's huge. It's a thousand square feet, beautiful natural light. It's about quarter of three now. And the the light is still pouring in because my windows face the East. So you have sunlight all day and um, there's just so much room. So, you know, you can, it comes furnished, so you can use the furniture or the other side of the the room with that faces the light, mostly um, it's a blank white wall. So there's tons of opportunity to create and make beautiful imagery in this space. And I want to share it with as many people as possible. So if you need a space to shoot in, hit me up. I would love to rent it to you. I'm very easy going. Um, and I do, you know, I do by the hour. And then if you if you rent more than four hours, you get a discount on the hourly rate. So, um, but yeah, it's listed on Peerspace, but if you want to rent, it's best to just DM me personally so I can get you that discount. Um, yeah. So I just talked a lot about the studio because that was the biggest thing that happened in 2021. Um, wow. Yeah. And then my freaking best friend moved here. (laughs) I like again, had no idea that that was going to happen. Um, Kat, she moved here. She came out here last January. We shot a bunch of content for her business because she really wanted to start focusing on her styling again. And, um, when she was out here, we were just kind of joking around like, Oh yeah, it would be so fun if you moved here. And then the joking and the, you know, soft planning turned into like legit planning. And then, before I even knew it it's like she's looking for a place to live and and yeah she lives here and now I get to we come to the studio on the days that we both have off and we work together and we have launched our own branding business called Astra and Jade and through Astra and Jade we offer branding photo sessions but also we do web design um we do rebranding for in terms of like your logo all of that stuff so it's something that we're really passionate about. And we honestly work really, really well together. That's how we met, was working um, at Under Armour. I was a photographer. She was a stylist. And we have always had a really, really good friendship, but also work relationship. And we just balance each other out really, really well. Um, You know, where I might miss something, she's got eyes on it, vice versa. She's just incredible. And who wouldn't want to work with two Sagittarians? Like, I'm serious. Okay. You know, we're just really driven fire signs. We're here to work for you. Hire us. (laughs) Just kidding. But really, (laughs) Um, but no, I'm really happy she's here. And it's just crazy because like, you know, we lived together, not together, but like I met her when I lived in Maryland. And then um, at the same time, you know, summer of 2018, she moved to Tampa and then, uh September of 2018 I moved here and so for a really long time we lived on total opposite ends of the country and uh I'm very thankful that like we both approach our friendship the same way where we don't really have high expectations but we keep in touch and we prioritize each other and uh so it's just really awesome to have her in the same state again and to just you know work with her and to also support her. She's amazing at what she does. She's such a talented stylist. She has such an awesome eye for what's trending and just what looks cool. In fact, we always joke because we're the same size. So she'll buy things and then I'm like, oh, wow, that looks really good. And then I literally ask for the link and buy the same thing. (laughs) So, you know, she's amazing and she does personal styling. She does virtual styling for me, but like more recently she's been working with clients where she'll go and and do personal shopping with them or closet cleanouts. She's just truly truly a solid stylist and just has so many good ideas and I'm just it's just amazing as her friend to be able to watch her really like step into her confidence and just start really like like, you know, her business is taking off and I'm just so excited because that's how I felt when I moved here, when things really started to fall in place and people started to really book me and, and it just felt really good to know that, um, that things are, that we're you know, things were taking off and things are taking off for her and, and that her move is proving to be worth it. So that was another exciting thing that happened. Um, and, you know, then So we spent, she moved here in August and, um, you know, I I'm not going to go too deep into it, but around that time I started to go through some relationship stuff with my husband and it's still very tender and very, um, it's a very sensitive subject, but I'm happy to say that we are both showing up to our relationship and wanting to be there for each other and working through things. And, um, I feel like, you know, even though it was really, really shitty and really, really hard stuff to go through, I am happy to be on the other side of it with him and to be working on how, on having a better and stronger relationship. Um, and it's something that I haven't really talked about because it is very private and it's not necessarily only my thing to tell or talk about, but Um, yeah, that was very, very hard to go through and also have to just like show up and hold space for my clients and pretend my life wasn't falling apart. And not to say that like, I, you know, pretend or act or lie or, you know, or like, I'm ashamed of sharing because I think you all know by now that I'm very transparent and very open and and very um willing to be real. Like I'm not someone who enjoys putting on a face and pretending, but that's it was really heavy stuff heavy stuff to be going through and so that's not in my opinion what I want to bring to my workspace when I am also trying to, you know, people are hiring me to photograph them, but it is so much more than that. I'm holding space. I am, I am really there for my clients. And even though I'm not a therapist, it very much, most of the time feels like therapy, the things that we work through, the things that we talk about, the breakthroughs that happen, um and so i have to be 120% there mentally i can't i can't be anywhere else when i'm working with my clients so yeah so yeah if you worked with me over the course of like august through november i was definitely going through some shit at that time but i really hope that it didn't come through um because my main concern and priority is always my clients when they come into the studio. And even though, you know, I am very open and honest about things going on in my life, there are things that I just don't know that it's okay to, not that it's not okay, but like it's just not the time and the place, right? Like when you come into my studio, you're my priority and I'm okay with compartmentalizing my personal life in order to show up in my professional life. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll share about it someday, but for right now, uh, it still just feels, um, you know, the word tender keeps coming up. It just feels tender. Like it just feels, um, you know, uh, very personal. And, um, and like I said, it's not solely my thing to talk about, right? Like it's, something that I experienced with my partner. So out of respect for him, I want to make sure like I'm not sharing too much about it because I do respect him and I want to make sure that that comes across. Um, But yeah, it's just been a wild year and I I am just so floored by just the people that I've gotten to work with and the people that I've gotten to meet. And um, I think for me this year, and when I say this year, I mean, 2021 is what I'm talking about. And and now, I mean, it's relevant now, but I've just been really struggling a lot with social media and even wanting to be on social media and show up and all of that nonsense. And uh Because I think social media has created this feeling. I know a lot of people feel this way. Like like I'm creating content just to share on Instagram. And that's not what I'm about at all. So that's where it feels really yucky because that's not why I do what I do. Like I'm not with a client shooting them taking their photos, thinking, Oh my God, I can't wait to show this on Instagram because like so many people are going to like it or this is going to be the post that goes viral or like that just feels so like disgusting (laughs) to me, honestly. Um, Because the reality is like when I became a photographer, Instagram wasn't a thing, or at least it wasn't what it is now. It wasn't this like platform that creatives use as like a digital portfolio you know, your website was the most important thing to have. And so, and I've always believed that. And so it always surprises me how a lot of photographers like neglect their website because of how much they show up on Instagram. And it's just like, it's such a, it's become such a bad habit. I feel like Instagram is a really great tool and a really great way to connect with people. I mean, I look at how many people from other countries follow me that wouldn't even know who I am without Instagram. So Instagram is really a fantastic tool to connect with those who wouldn't normally know where to find you, but it shouldn't be at least for me, like I'm speaking personally, it should not be the place that I ultimately and immediately go to share work. And so I'm really, really working on, on how to take back ownership and control of my audience. And so I've been doing that through really trying to be more consistent with, um, my email list and sharing there because, my email list and my website, those are the the things that I have control over, right? Like Instagram, I don't have any control over. I don't, I can spend hours if I want learning about the current algorithm and where it's going and how it's going to change. And I know a lot of people like to do that because they think that that, you know, they like Instagram that much that they want to be sharing reels all the time and they want to do whatever is going to, be relevant and and share their content but like i'm just really not interested in spending my time on that and so a lot of the time it just feels very defeating because ultimately the only reason i share what i share is because i do have a deeper message like i'm not just sharing i don't i don't i've never been someone who's just created work for other people to like it or for other people to tell me it's good enough or for other people to be like, wow, oh my God, you're so good. Like I've always been a photographer for myself first. And it has always been my chosen art form. You know, I went to art school and I learned very quickly that I am not talented with drawing. I do really like painting. I loved oil painting, um, because it's so forgiving and it's messy and
1: it is,
0: um, I don't know, like putting a pencil on a piece of paper just honestly causes me so much anxiety because I'm just like, oh my God, I'm making like a line. And I know, you know, like I think about my, one of my really good friends who was my college roommate. She's an incredible artist and she sketches a lot. And I'm like, and I know that she's probably, if you're listening, maying I know you're probably like disagreeing with me because pencil really is not as like, permanent as it feels to me, but there's something about painting that I really, really enjoy because it doesn't feel so like permanent. I don't know in this, it just feels like much more daunting to erase a line than to just like blur some paint together. Um, and you know, another thing that I always loved in in art school was sculptural. Like I love, I took a class called sculptural forms and, uh, I learned very quickly that I really love, like, making abstract shit out of um, recycled materials. It's, like, so cool and something that I wish I put more time into. Um, But photography has always been my chosen media because in many ways, like, I can play and layer and use light and textures The same way that a painter would use textures or the same way someone who draws would use textures and light and and layering and all that stuff so um what i'm trying to say is that i have always been a creative for myself and it just so happens that i can also make money doing this (laughs) and i've found a way to do that in a way that feels meaningful because at first i thought i wanted to be a fashion photographer i was like oh yeah that's definitely what I want to do. I just want to make, I I remember telling people like, I just want to take really pretty pictures, like of really pretty people. That's, I mean, that is what I thought I wanted to do because that's like an early 20 something. That's their mentality. Like that was, it was honestly an insecurity because I didn't really feel passionately about anything else. And then I discovered boudoir photography and I realized I'm like, holy shit, like I can take really pretty photos of everyday people and I can make everyday people feel like models and like really important, right? Like just the, the notion of being photographed is so special and because it has been so commodified, I think it's lost a little bit of that, but I think it's slowly coming back. Like people are appreciating the art form of photography a little bit more Um, but all this to say, like, Instagram, I think has ruined that a little bit for creatives, especially photographers. Like, I just think there are a lot of photographers out there that just like create, not because they're in love with the process of creating because they, it's like they're creating just because they're like, Oh, it's my next thing that I'm going to throw up on Instagram. And hopefully it'll get, get me the validation that I'm seeking. And that is just not interesting to me. So, um, and Instagram just really feels like it's a lot of that these days, just like a desperate plea for attention. And especially with reels, it's like, who can make the funniest reel, who can make the most entertaining reel. And it's like, I don't really give a shit about that. And honestly, I don't watch reels. Like I I don't, unless your reel is like telling me something important or conveying an important message, like I don't. Like, I go on TikTok for entertainment. <laughs> when I'm on Instagram, it's to consume content that's important to me, that makes me think differently. And so I don't really watch reels. And when I make reels, I try to make reels that are hopefully going to impact my audience, you know, not, like not just for comedy purposes or for entertainment purposes. Like, I know that there's a time and a place for that. And that For some people, that's what they want to consume. But for me, it's like I've always been passionate about education and spreading the message, you know, the why behind my business. And so, yeah, I'm trying to do more of that on my website and less of that on my Instagram. And so if you're listening and you're not on my email list, you really should be. I don't believe in spamming you with nonsense emails. I've joined a photographer's email list recently. And honestly, I'm going to be unsubscribing after this episode because I get like five emails a day and I don't read them because it's annoying. <laughs> Honestly, it's fucking annoying to get five emails a day. I don't, it's like, I don't know. I guess maybe I don't feel as connected to that photographer. And I kind of just joined because I think I saw like an ad and it was for like an educational thing. But ultimately I'm like, Oh my God, stop emailing me. <laughs> and so i I'm not that way. You know, I'll send out one, maybe one a week, maybe one every two weeks. um for a while. It was just one a month. But now I'm trying to do it a little bit more frequently. But it's never to spam your inbox or to, you know, convince you to book a session or to bribe you to book a session. i'm just I'm just really passionate about getting the word out about what I do and to um, connect you with, the people that I've worked with and their stories and their reasoning for booking a shoot. That's what I'm really passionate about. I just want to, you know, a lot of people tell me, please don't leave Instagram. Like I need, like I resonate so much with what you share and, or I relate so much to what you share and it's really important and it's helped me. And it's like, it's so hard because it's like, I understand that and I'm definitely here for helping people and, and inspiring. And but at the same time, it's like, what would really help me is if you guys joined my email list and supported me by engaging with my website and sharing my website, um, not just consuming my content on Instagram because Instagram does not do really anything for me. It really doesn't. It connects me with more people. Yes. But, um, I think where most people find me and actually my leads that turn into bookings are oftentimes people that don't even follow me on Instagram and they just found me online. So I really um, am putting a big focus on my website, SEO, all of that, because that's what I have control over. Instagram could shut down and implode and you all need a place to find me right? So the email list is your surefire way to stay connected with me outside of Instagram. And, um, I obviously will still remain on Instagram, but I'm really trying to get in a better habit of sharing the big things on my email list and sharing my thoughts on my blog and not just giving Instagram my content for nothing in exchange really. So, um, I really invite you to join my, my email list. Um, if you're following me on Instagram, you can click the link in my bio and join it. And that is the best way to truly stay in contact with me, um, going forward and to really read the good juicy stuff that, you know, will hopefully continue to inspire you and continue to leave you feeling, um, really good and all of that. So Yeah. That's really where my focus is, is just not making art for Instagram, making art for myself. Um, And just honestly showing up on Instagram less because I'm just tired of it. So join the email list is what I'm trying to say. And if you don't want to join the email list, I'm kind of curious why. Um... So if you're listening to this and you're someone who's like, I will absolutely not be joining your email list, but you follow me on Instagram, I honestly, please DM me right now and tell me like why you don't want to join, because it would be really helpful for me to know if there's maybe another way that I can connect with you that, you know, is not so reliant on Instagram. So yeah, because ultimately, you know, it's, it's. I'm just trying to find ways to obviously remain, you know, there for my audience in a way that allows you all to feel connected to me and, and get what you need. But I also need to support myself and I need to, to run a business. And I need to make money. And so I need to think of ways in order to, um, to support myself outside of an app that doesn't really offer a whole lot in, in return ultimately is really what it comes down to is that Instagram just really does not offer me a lot. <laughs> so I don't know why I, I journal and, and, and share my thoughts on Instagram so freely. Um, and I've never been someone who, you know, I don't, I, when I share things, I share them because I feel that you all need to see it and you need to hear the message. I don't share things just to throw it up on Instagram and get a bunch of likes. So it's not even about that. It's more so that like, there are a lot of you who don't see my stuff and it is totally out of my control. I can tell you all to engage with my content, to share it, to save it. But the thing is, is Instagram is changing every day. So and like I said, that's an uphill battle that I just don't have any interest in climbing. So I invite you to to connect with me in the best way possible, which is by reading my blogs and all of that, that I'm going to be more diligent in sharing because it's, like I said, the core of why I like to share my work and share things is because I believe what I'm writing about and I believe that my message is important and I've always just felt really excited to share the deeper things on my mind with all of you. And, um, so yeah, this podcast is, is it's making a comeback so that I can do that in another way. So anyways, it's been, um, way too long. I really only intended to come on here and talk for like 20 to 30 minutes, but here we are 45 minutes later. So I will end, end the episode by saying, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your constant support. Um, I'm very excited about life and business and the future, even though things feel really, really bleak and upsetting in many ways right now. And I hope that you will continue to join me on my journey. And I hope that I can offer you some sort of inspiration and hope and Positivity, because I think we need more of that. And we've always leaned on the artists of the world to carry us through the really dark times. Think about all the art movements that came out of all of these really, really sad and trying times in America and also just like the world, right? Like artists and the work that they make has what is what has carried us through. And um, it's what continues to inspire us now. So thank you for supporting me and supporting the arts. And I can't wait to continue to chat with you all and share and just be super candid and just kind of like raw, you know, like this podcast is definitely going to be less, um, formulated and less, um, structured. It's going to be more of just me sharing whatever the fuck I want to talk about. So On that note, love you all and have a fantastic rest of your week. See you next time, friends.